opening next week at Limerick City Gallery of Art is a great big hole, a dark swirling void into which everything in existence is not so slowly being sucked. An animated image of the whole forms the opening of digital artist Aideen Barry's collaborative work Oblivion, a surround sound video centrepiece of the artist's new exhibition. Oblivion was commissioned by Music Network and the Irish Traditional Music Archive as a response to the Bunting Archive, the collection of early harp music so crucial in preventing the Irish harp tradition from disappearing into just such a dark hole, which in turn summoned a resonant image of a world on the lip as Aideen Barry told Culture File. Oblivion came about because I was uh, nominated to make a proposal in response to the Bunting archives. And I was actually quite enamoured and affected by the attempt by Bunting in 1796 to write down the last Lilson errors and I thought this was an incredible endeavour and something that made me think about how would you replicate such a philosophy now. Um, one of my greatest anxieties that I have like living in the 21st century, I am concerned we are the last generation of artists and it's because I feel environmental apocalypse, the fact we're living through a global pandemic and the, those existential threats that are affecting us all. Um, and that they are so great that we could be the last generation of artists. And in a way, it's a similar uh, dichotomy that was affected, affecting Bunting, that if he didn't write these things down, it would be lost to oblivion. The actual harp would be lost. was Bunting getting the sense that he was at this sort of inflection point and was there a sense that he really needed desperately to do this job you know because I'm, I'm really interested in how you sense that there's a moment that like that something is about to happen it's a it's a sense that kind of is quite prevailing at the moment and I'm interested in you you kind of looked at it in in Bunting as a as a reference to our own time what was he sensing in the air I think he was sensing that there had been such a I know an existential threat that had been put on the Harpers and there was only a handful of them left. There was only like 11 or 12 left and there had been instigations by the Belfast Harp Festival to try and encourage Harpers to come and celebrate it through competition and encourage the art form to continue he felt a sense that this was a moment that was going to be lost. I kind of identified with it. it was he? He felt that unless I do something now, and, and he was such a young man. He was nineteen when he started writing these things down, which is kind of remarkable. I I, I don't know if he realised at the time what an enormous, gracious thing he did. I felt that this is quite a melancholic project and so we were looking at something that had a, a kind of a minor chord or a mo within that modal structure of the music that also kind of had maybe references to other moments of real sadness. Uh, so we picked up on really Turlico Carlin and his lamentations of Owen Roe O'Neill 
which obviously has its history in the flights of the Earls, but also Turlock O'Carlin himself was actually kind of a, a fairly interesting and tragic kind of character himself. He lost his sight through a previous pandemic of smallpox. And it's not just the sound of the music that kind of has filtered into oblivion. I mean, one of the things that had emerged from uh, Bunting was this idea that there was a special way that the harpist played with very long fingernails, which became then a visual motif in the work. If you listen to contemporary music like Cardi B or Little Nas X now, and you look at their kind of music videos, you see that this trope of the long nails is kind of this contemporary trope. But actually, in our history, the Irish harpers would grow their nails extremely long because the, the harps were created in a different way. They had like metal strings. The, the harpers would like pluck with their, these extremely long nails. They must have looked quite extraordinary. And no wonder they were kind of considered soothsayers in the medieval era because they looked quite supernatural or something. <laughs> I'm really interested in people who look at historic or traditional artistry and incorporate it in contemporary practice and other people who are looking at things that are on the edge of oblivion in their work. The most important collaborator in a way is somebody who's really, who is a contemporary Edward Bunting, is Reet. Who is this Inuit electronica artist who um, I befriended a couple of years ago and we had been talking about collaboration, but I was just kind of a, astounded at what she was doing with Inuit throat singing, which had been an art form that was banned up until the 1980s in Canada. So she takes this throat singing, which has been passed down from one generation to the next through her mother's line, and she contemporizes it in this incredible pop musical form. I mean, I guess I'm kind of a little bit worried that art has always been held in these kind of highbrow, classist kind of terms and spaces where they can be a bit prohibitive to audiences. And I'm like, I'm from a working class background myself. I grew up in Mayfield and Cork. And if I didn't have access to culture in popular cultural ways, like on the radio or on television, I don't know if I would have become an artist. So I'm really... For me, I think uh, I have a responsibility to try and activate art in a different way and give people a sense of ownership. The video for Oblivion starts with this sort of abysmal hole into which all creation seems to be sinking. I'm particularly hopeful. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I am worried, right? And I hope I'm wrong. Like, I really hope, like, somebody, you know, tells me in 20, 30 years' time, you know, you were absolutely wrong. You're not the last generation of artists, right? But I do want to get that serious message across, you know, what if we are? It's about creating conversation, right? I mean, art is a different language in a way. It's something else. It's beyond um, what you and I are talking right now. It's something else. And I kind of hope it kind of permeates the skin in some way and gets us thinking, what is our responsibility and how can we do something that can protect culture for the future? How can we do something? Because we're a remarkable species. Like, humans are amazing, but we're also amazing at, like, ruining things. So how can we maybe catalyze the conversation to talk about our responsibility to our children, our future artists, our future selves, and who is it all for?
Aideen Barry there, and a live manifestation of her Oblivion featuring Reet and Harper's Dashling Lions will be live-streamed at Solstice 21st of December at 7.30pm via YouTube, Instagram and all the others. Aideen Barry's solo exhibition at Limerick City Gallery of Art opens 16th of December and is booking now.